It's time for Q&A in the Kitchen, podcast edition, episode number nine. Which aftercare should I use when I'm healing my tattoo or piercing? Brought to you in part by Skin Kitchen Tattoo, the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, and Death Before Decaf. It's a show where tattoo artists and body piercers and those in the body art industry sit down and answer one question to the point where they beat it to death. So let's join the conversation now between Jack, Wesley, and Davo. I got a tattoo or piercing in the past. They gave me completely different aftercare instructions than what you gave me. Should I follow your aftercare instructions or continue to follow the ones that the person gave me in the past? Because they worked. Good question. Well, I think David should start it off. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, it's my experience that most of the, piercing especially, because it was kind of a under extremely underground thing up until 95, 96, so it's really an industry that's only about 20 years old. There's constant changes in the knowledge of what exactly works or doesn't work. So, yes, you may have healed out your... Uh, Nipple piercing by using betadine or hibiclens and not doing soaks and twisting it constantly for six months. But the reality of the situation is is that you prolonged your healing period, dried out the tissue. It probably was grumpy the entire time because mine were because that's how I healed it out because that's what I was told to do. <laughs> so, yes, the piercings did eventually heal, but it, but there's a better option now. So when you, when you, whenever I'm approached with this situation... I like it if somebody asks me, you know, why are you suggesting you do that? Why are you suggesting you don't do this? And have that conversation. Because the thing is, is you're dealing with the human body, and there is such a vast difference in how people heal, what their health is like, what their skin like, um, whether or not they use illegal or illicit drugs, mm-hmm. all these things that can affect healing, what their, their diet's like, their the amount of stress living. they're under on a daily basis, what they mm-hmm. do for a living. So... Some things work for certain people that don't work at all for anybody else. Um, so I usually like to have that discussion with them and go, this is why I suggest this, this is why I suggest this, because then you might learn something on top of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yep. What do you think? I pretty much agree with them on that. Um, a lot of times when people ask me that, I'll ask them what their previous time was or what their previous healing situation was. Uh, and I've gotten some really off-the-wall ones before. I've had artists tell me or people tell me that they're previous artist told him not to get it wet yeah. um, which bores me you, it should be washed to me yeah. in the two weeks it needs to you should wash any part of your body yes. at least once regardless of having a tattoo especially if it's once, a wound yeah, more than once every other week um, so yeah I'll, I'll kind of like see what the, what their options are if it's my tattoo it's a brand new tattoo that I did um, I don't know your body as well um, so there is a little bit of a give and take there. You know, your body might heal a little bit differently. And you know you have sensitive skin, so maybe something I suggest doesn't work for you. But I know that what I would suggest generally works across the board for everybody. So, And that's not, not me specifically, but any particular yeah. artist. Uh, I think it's definitely up to the artist to have some, uh, maybe maybe one or two different variations maybe sometimes, but that's not something I do. You guys are way overthinking this. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Way fucking overthinking this. I just put some Demo is, it. it's a little different because, like he said, uh, there's tons of different spots on the body. There are different types of tissue you're piercing through. 
And yeah, they've learned that different metals, different spots heal different ways better, all that. Abrasions have pretty much healed the same since the dawn of man. It's you get an abrasion, they, they heal the same. So anyway, what I what I tell people when they come in and they've got tattoos, I'll look at their tattoos and if they if they have nice tattoos, they look like they healed great, I ask them, How'd you heal your tattoos? Oh I did this, I did that, I rolled around in horse shit. Did you are you happy with the way they healed? Did they heal nice? Yeah. Do that. Do you know why? Because it worked. I mean, it worked. Whatever they did. Now, unless it's unless it's something crazy like rolling around horse shit, I just kind of threw that in there. Um, but unless it is something that should have been detrimental and you just dodged a bullet, mm-hmm. I just go, okay, do that. Yeah. Because that's what worked for you. You know, great. Because we already know we don't have to guess. You're like, okay, yeah, you put some lotion on it, you washed it. Okay, that's pretty much what I'd tell you to do anyway. Great, do that. What'd you use on it? Oh, I use this kind of. Hemp, lotion, magic, you know, angel tear shit. <laughs> Fuck, awesome, use it. It worked great, didn't hurt, no, didn't sting, nothing, sweet, yeah. use it, didn't kill you. Um, and if they if they do say something all fucked up, or they, they it did not heal good, then I give them my spiel and say, well, this is what I would suggest to do. But it's pretty easy, especially if they got tattoos, did it work? Do that. Yeah. Easy. You know, one and done. Um, because I think you almost open yourself up a little bit, and maybe it works both ways, but if they've got a tattoo that healed great, and you say, well, heal it like this, and then it doesn't heal good, well, then... It's your fault. You kind of, you know, yeah, the well, I should have done it. But if, you're, if, if you tell them, okay, heal it like you did last time, and mm-hmm. they do, and it doesn't mess up, um, everybody's happy. If it does... Well, either you know you fucked up and you overworked that shit and you mm-hmm. suck and you, okay, yeah, I'll let that heal for another six years and I'll fix yep. it. Or, or, or you know, yeah. as great as it was the first time you got your tattoo. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, and it's usually nothing too crazy. Most of the time it's, yeah, I used some lotion on it, you know, just kept it clean. I washed it in the shower. I'm like, yeah, cool. That's, that's, that's pretty much what I suggest, you know. And, you know, just whatever you use on it, don't use too much. That's really the, you know, a big Generally, thing for me. Generally, if the... If they leave it up to me for my instructions, I kept trying to keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. In that sense, though, just two, three times to give it a gentle wash, minutes <coughs> of air drying, and then throw some light ointment or lotion on it, something with maybe some vitamin E in it or something, something mm-hmm. good for your skin. Yeah. And that is try to pretty much how I try to keep it as simple as that. Yeah. Because like I, I do get some off the wall weird things yeah. now and then. Right. Um, and the, oh, you know what we should talk about is that uh, what is I that? I that don't know anything. Derma. About it. I don't understand it. That derma. What's that stuff? The called? dermaplast. The, the derma skin. Derma stuff. skin stuff. Okay, I had a client come in with some of that, and she was completely bewildered by it. And I can understand it. I see both sides of it. Um, some artists, like some, huh? I don't like it myself. Yeah, I, I don't use it. But this is what it is, just for people out there that might not know what the fuck we're talking about. I don't. There you go. Dave will be one. We're all curious. Um, it's a uh, tagaderm. Tagaderm? Something like that. Anyway, Derm. it's a it's a product that goes over the tattoo once completed, and you're supposed to leave it on for an extended amount of time. I've I've heard uh, somewhere around three days. So it's large, a liquid bandage. No, it's a large piece it's of a large, tape. Yeah, clear, it's a uh, clear. Uh, so. Piece of, yeah, the idea, I guess, is to, you know, keep all the heal-good, feel-good stuff your body's producing in there and let that do its, you know, to let that do its initial work. And then uh, you take it off and heal it uh, after that. And I think the artist is thinking it gives them a little bit more leeway. It's supposed to heal the tattoo a little quicker, a little easier, um, a, a lot similar to the way I tell people to wrap with plastic at night. It's the same idea, really. You're not right. letting the tattoo 
dry and get scabby, you're keeping that scab off. So if you're really heavy-handed, if you're known for having some pretty rough heels, I could see it being worth the artist or the artist saying, hey, you know, leave this on, that'll, if I overworked you this time, that'll get me, hopefully that'll buy me some, you know, it gives me a little leeway. Um, I don't generally have a problem with my tattoos healing, rough or anything like that. I hear all the time, oh, they healed in three days, blah, blah, blah. There's no way that it could be healed in three days. It I think just what they hurting. mean is, yeah, it stopped hurting and there was really there was not no a lot of flake. Yeah, there's no scabbing. Maybe it just flaked a little, which is great. You know, uh, it's awesome. So there's no need for me to use that type of product. Some artists feel if it gives their client a, a better chance of getting a nicer heel and the, the client is comfortable with wearing it, I don't see the problem in it. Um, but this client that I was talking to, she removed it the second she walked out of the out of the store because she, there was no way to her, it made sense for her to be wearing this product for three days. She's like, no way, that's ridiculous. Why would, you know, it just didn't make sense. So maybe that's a bit on the artist, not explaining how the product worked and why it needed to be left on and that it was completely safe uh, for it to be left on that long. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that might... Some people might I mean, be running into that. I understand the theory behind it because it's going to trap in the uh, your normal... Um, oh, the white blood cells. And well, the white blood, blood cells, your probiotics, etc. But the problem with it is is that if that area isn't cleaned properly to begin with... Yeah, you're just... You're just creating a nice, wonderful, toasty, warm environment mm -hmm. for whatever pathogens a little in that area nest, just grow. Kind of. Yeah. Um, that, I don't know, because tattooing's not my expertise, how much oxygen plays in the part of uh, the healing of the tattoo. And, and maybe that product somehow exchanges oxygen. Like a lot more yeah. to me. But Say what? So that, to me, it's always felt like a lot more. That's the reason why I don't really like them, is because it's, to me, it suffocates. I had it done with my hand here, and I really did not enjoy having... That, that, you you, you yeah. use the product, then. Yeah, okay. I have used it. Um, and I had it used on me. Um, I just didn't enjoy it because, like I said, after a day or so of it being on my hand, I, yeah. it felt to me like my skin was suffocating. And maybe that's just because it was the back of my hand. It's, a, it's an area that moves a lot and needs a little bit more of that skin being, yeah, flexibility, a little bit, that yeah. skin being able to stretch a bit. But as I, every time I clenched my hand, I felt it pulling against that adhesive. Yeah, and that it's probably was, a rough area to have that type. Exactly. It, it just don't, I just remembered, I knew a gal that swore by it and said that I think that was like the only way she could really get a good heel is if she used that product. Yeah. Um, so if it, it's just like everything else, I guess. If it works and it doesn't kill you, what's the worst but see, but see, I'm old enough to remember when the carnies used to say, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. we're leaving on Tuesday, keep that bandaged. Don't take that bad job for any reason until yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. So that when he took it off and he went, looked at it and went, well, it was oh. supposed to be a panther. It is but now it looks like a, a cocker spaniel taking a dump on some weird lady. Right, yeah. It is kind of reminiscent of that idea. Yeah. Too. But it is clear. So you can, you know. You can at you least can know what you got. Kind of. But, <laughs> you know, she had a photo of, I think it was her boyfriend or something. She had a photo of his tattoo with the product on it. And it. But you couldn't see the tattoo. It was oh, really? a little the, the bucket of blood. Of, yep, yeah, it was like a little underneath it. Pack, oh, yeah, because like like mm -hmm. I'm guessing it's watertight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's a really weird product. I I guess I have no need for a product like that, so I haven't really looked at it. I guess if you're going to use it, you should research it a little bit more in depth. Definitely, yeah. Use it. And if your artist is using it, uh, they know their work. They uh, should know that product. And, yeah. you know, if you have questions about it, yeah, ask them. Talk to them. Ask them why. That's, I, I yeah. always say this. It's like do the research yourself. And then ask yeah. them and, yeah. you know, so you and, and see what sounds, you know, right to you, really. So you know you're not being led along by your nose. Yeah. Um, right. The thing I think a lot of people 
when I give that aftercare instructions, they're based on averages. Yeah. It's not based on you Pacific. And I, I think people are confused by that because sometimes people call me up and they're like, well, this is happening, this is happening. And I can usually figure out, well, you're cleaning it too much. You're using too much soap. You're not rinsing off. You're doing soaks four times a day. Why? Mm-hmm. And if you start, you know, you can't handle that. And I've had some clients where it's like, we're having this issue or this issue, and I'm like, well, how often are you doing the soaps? I'm like, well, let's, I think the salt may be affecting it, so let's cut that back to once a day. And instead of putting a quarter teaspoon of sea salt in, make sure you're putting an eighth of a teaspoon in. I know they don't make that measuring spoon, but you can figure it out. <laughs> Just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. Just a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> it should taste about it in, in, in about as salty as your own tears. Everybody knows what tears taste like. I <laughs> know. All too wealthy, all too well. But I mean, we take this average of, there's an average number of people that have had success with this. There's the other thing about it is, and this is just going to key in my, my, the name of my business. There's those axioms <gasps> like, don't, don't scratch the tattoo. Don't shave the area. Don't soak in a hot tub. Don't go swimming. And mm-hmm. with piercing, it's that, and most of them revolve around not getting infected. And those yeah. things from person to person. Yeah, your Uncle Buck might have went out and got tattooed the day before he, he landed on Imo Jima and didn't have any problem with that salt water. But the reality is, is the chances are he would have gotten an infection. Yeah. And uh, that's why I've never understood, like, the, wow, what is it? Which is the Samoans that always go out in the ocean right after they do it? Yeah. Yeah. That's spooky, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's counterintuitive. Well, in the Japanese, uh, you know, they'll sit in a very hot, hot sauna, like, uh, you know, a bath. bath well, very hot bath. Are. It's like fucking burn it into you, man. Yeah. It's and, the culture is obsessed with bathing, though. Uh, uh, Not a bad thing. Hey! Oh, look at the time. The bathhouse closes in five <laughs> yeah. minutes. Um, but, yeah, it's it works. So, hey. I, I mean, I feel tattoos without having to scald it on to me. Yeah. But... Like I said, if they did it and it didn't die and their tattoo healed, then what's the harm? And, and, I, and, I, and what brings <laughs> up to me in my mind is, is it a genetic thing? Has, uh-huh. like, in Samoa, you know, with Samoans, when they went into the ocean, they had developed, developed such an immune system. Oh, true. To they the point where anything that was in that water, because they spent time in it all the time, wasn't going to affect them. Yeah, anybody, yeah, a white guy walks in there and... Yeah, you got, dies you of got boils. Sperm and shit <laughs> running out of your neck or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there could be something to that, um, and that's may- maybe that's well, that's a more badass fucking culture. Yeah. You know they're. Uh, I don't know. I don't think you can really kill them. Or... Maybe they just don't die. Yeah. They're tough. I mean, yeah. whoo! See those people? Oh yeah, yeah I've met a few. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> I had an experience with a few of them uh, in the Quad City sitting around the edge of the pit just punching people in the face. And, yeah. Yeah. They were, they were not not to be. It was just like, you know, everybody else pushing around, doing punk rock thing, having fun. And then, <clears throat> gee, did I hit a wall or a pole? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah and, uh, uh, another subject. Um, or let's get off that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I think we covered most of it. I think mainly the big, the best advice I can give is if something doesn't seem right to you or it seems silly for them to suggest that, ask why. The other thing I, I always encounter, and I don't know if you get as much with tattoos, is what kind of pain relief do I need to take? The reality is, is in most cases, unless you're poking it constantly uh, with tattoos and even piercings, if you're handling it constantly, then yes, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just like having a cut on your arm. If you just push it over and over again, of course it's going to hurt. But if you leave it alone, it's not going to hurt. Mm-hmm. It feels like a sunburn. So there's really usually no reason, I think, for like back teen and all this other stuff that people suggest. And legally, I can't suggest you take anything. Yeah. I, you know, if I say, oh, take ibuprofen for pain, uh, and then you die from an ibuprofen overdose, then I go to prison. Yeah. I can't tell you to take anything i'm not a doctor so um ask your mom you know mom my boo-boo hurts what, what you know make it stop um but legally i can't tell you to take yeah. nothing but you know most people uh yeah it's just like a sunburn for a day or two a slight irritation and unless it's like directly on your ass or i don't know and i can guarantee you've been through worse pains in your life than having a you would hope boo-boo. so but some people i think are pretty sheltered yeah. i mean they might get kind of some blisters on their thumbs yeah from doing this, but I think it's a lot of hand holding these days. That's why the yeah. world needs a new evil Knievel. The world needs a plague. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not going to go that deep. It's somebody that inspires kids to go out and do stupid things, so they get hurt a lot when they're younger, so by the time they reach adulthood, things don't bother them as much. Yeah, a bunch of. Yeah. This show needs more coffee. <laughs> I know, you we're drank out of it coffee. Mm. Most did we, of the show did I do is the you... plug in this one for. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, you want to take this one? This episode sponsored by. Death Before Decaf Coffee. Uh, it's really good. And I drink it all the time. Not as much as I should, because she doesn't give it to me for free. Even though, you know, I try to hawk this shit on the show. And she, she I think she's giving me one bag. One bag! Which is about empty. Bullshit. Good yeah, coffee. we need some more coffee. <laughs> no, uh... Uh, it's it's really good, and you can uh, go to Death Before Decaf on Instagram or Facebook, all that good stuff. You just order online, and voila, it d- is delivered just like this, and you peel the top off, and it's hot, and it's just the way you like it. That's not true at all. You have to grind it up and cook it. You have to create it yourself, which is part of the fun. Yeah. Like today, we went out and bought new, uh, new coffee-making devices. And we yeah, um, the French press and the hippie, what, 2000? The hipster. The uh, hipster 3000. What do they call those now? Uh, make it, uh, put it in the I had, I, I had one of these in like the 80s, but it was just like it fit on top of your cup. Oh, yeah, like a little yeah, just one-shot like, thing. It was like a solo kind of thing. I think we decided that we liked the French press, didn't we? Yeah, because uh, you, you can chew the coffee. Right. The way I like it. That's the way we like it. Anyway... Uh, Death for Decaf, check it out. It's really good. And, um, yeah, I think we beat that one up. Okay. We'll catch you on the flippy flap, kiddos. Thanks, guys. You have been listening to Q&A in the Kitchen, recorded live at the Skin Kitchen Tattoo, located in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, those on the panel were Davo from the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, Jack Lowe from Skin Kitchen Tattoo, and Wesley Dickerson from the Skin Kitchen. If you'd like to see further episodes, please stay tuned. We'll be posting more in the future, and do subscribe. If you would like to watch the video version of this, go over to our YouTube channel. We post these every other Sundays. You can subscribe there and not miss one episode. So until next time, have a good day, and happy piercing and tattooing. And if you're in the Des Moines area, we all hope to see you for your tattooing and piercing needs in the future.